Hello and welcome to your Red Friday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, January 7th. Well, listen, I, I think you, you're you right in, in the sense that everybody, you know, it's doom and gloom after you lose. And if you win, you're, you still want to learn from those the best you can. But there's a certain urgency that comes with it when you, when you lose. What that does is our end result here, who knows? I mean, I don't know exactly how to measure that other than, you know, if you win a game or, or lose a game. But I, I would tell you that it's a, it's a stinker to lose in the National Football League. You only have, you know, 17 games. It's different than your jacket right there. The Royals, they have an opportunity to have a lot of games. Basketball has a lot of games. And so this one here, you try to take advantage of every opportunity you have. And you, you put so much time into it, the guys and the coaches. And when you, when you lose one, it rips you in the gut a little bit. So, But it also, you go back, if you're real about it, you go back and evaluate the reasons. I'm very close. We're tired of talking about this Bengals loss. We know you're tired of hearing about this Bengals loss. The Chiefs have moved on to their week 18 opponent in the Denver Broncos, and it's time for us to do the same. Kansas City made it clear throughout the week its attention is set on winning their final regular season game of the year, knowing that there is still a small possibility of grabbing the first round bye in the AFC. Now, Obviously, they'll need to get a little bit of help after last week's loss, but all they can do is win on Saturday in Denver to give themselves a chance heading into Sunday when the Tennessee Titans need to lose to the Houston Texans. The Broncos did place quarterback Teddy Bridgewater on injured reserve this week, officially ending his 2021 season. So the Chiefs will take on Kansas City native Mizzou grad Drew Locke Saturday afternoon at Mile High Stadium. Andy Reid confirmed that running back Clyde edwards Lair will miss his second game in a row as he looks to heal up that shoulder for the postseason. The Chiefs do expect left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. to be back in the lineup after participating in practice this week. There's certain things in this league you can't control. This time, this last two years here, it's been even magnified with COVID. So if you get hung up on all that stuff, whether they change the date, whether it's a COVID issue, you know, whatever it might be, um, uh, you're wasting your time. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there, if there's one good thing our guys do is they don't get caught up in all that stuff. They just kind of move ahead and, okay, give us Saturday game. We'll go do Saturday game. You know, we go play at McDonald's. We'll go play at McDonald's. I mean, it's one of the, whatever you throw at us, we're going to, we're going to take and do what we got to do. I mean, to try to do our best. It's easy to look past the Denver Broncos in week 18 as we try to size up the Chiefs' possible wild card round opponent. That's assuming, of course, the Titans do claim the first round bye. It is worth remembering at these times that while the Broncos aren't playing for a playoff spot, the players in that locker room are well aware they've lost 12 consecutive games to the Kansas City Chiefs. In a lost season for Denver, they'd probably like to go out on a high note by impacting the Chiefs' playoff seeding. While you'd prefer to have the AFC bye week, the Chiefs fortunately have plenty of postseason experience over the past few years, and that could give them a slight edge when looking at some of the younger, more inexperienced teams they could face in the playoffs. Andy Reid and his staff are well known for their scouting and preparation, and working in the Chiefs' favor is the fact that they've played the L.A. Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, Buffalo Bills, the Bengals, and the Titans this season, so they now have 
plenty of game film to review, even if they did go three and four against those opponents. I, listen, I, I I trust these guys. They'll I, I can see it in the last two practices that we've had. They take a lot of pride in that. They're gonna they're determined to fix it, and hopefully in this next game, which is on us really quick, you know we're able to do that. But um, I listen. We're all hoping that uh, mistakes are not repeated. So any mistake that was made, if we if we fix that, that's good going forward. Headed into last week's game against the Bengals, there were almost no questions about the Chiefs' secondary and its ability to hold up in the playoffs. After the one bad performance, though, that narrative has changed awfully quick. Steve Spagnuolo expects those guys to be who they were before that last game, and he added that he's not planning to change his defensive approach much at all. The Chiefs struggled in the late season game where they did not adjust to the looks they were getting on that side of the ball. But that doesn't mean we should totally disregard the remarkable turnaround this defense has made. And they made it midway through the season. This is a unit that was in total disarray through the first seven weeks of 2021 and turned itself into a top 10 unit over the final two months of the regular season. Sometimes defenses get burned in the NFL, and all they can do is look at the film, come back stronger. We'll see what the Chiefs do against the Broncos on Saturday. There's always a contingency plan. I mean, we work on that stuff every week, okay? There's always open discussions about it on, uh, on Friday. We always practice certain scenarios that we put our players through so they're tested and making sure that they're prepared mentally as well as physically to handle those particular situations. And there's also a number of things that we do on the Saturday, but our guys are always locked in to those in the game type situations. That, that way now it ain't by chance that guys have come in and made the particular play that we're expecting them to make. It's because they've rehearsed it, all right? They've learned to make second effort a habit because we practice it We've seen it on tape. We've rehearsed it a number of times throughout the entire uh, year. There was plenty of discussion around the Chiefs' in-game decision-making after last week's loss. The NFL is a fluid game. We know that. It's constantly changing. It's easy to look at some of the decisions that cost the Chiefs the win and say they made the wrong call there. But often, that's overlooking something else that went right within a certain game. For example... The Chiefs' offense could have been better in the second half. Two of the three possessions ended in punts. But an offensive line full of replacements played well in this game when they needed them to. He had great effort. I mean, his, he hit that thing so fast. Uh, you know, we, we do the, uh, you know, the GPS deal, you know, where we check and see how fast. He, his top speed on that play was 21.43 miles per hour. So uh, I think it was like our second fastest play of the game, uh, of the player of the year. So... Uh, I was happy the way he hit it, and he came through there strong. And I just felt bad for him when he got called back. It's, it's a shame. It was, it was such a great effort by a, a lot of players on the field. Special teams coordinator Uncle Dave Tobe sounded off on the return. Touchdown called back. That particular play was frustrating for this Chiefs team because it came at a key point in the game, and it likely would have put it out of reach. These seemingly small mistakes have plagued the Chiefs throughout the season, 
and the team will want to curb them, especially heading into the playoffs. No better time than right now, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, Saturday, against the Denver Broncos to feel good about yourself. Offense, defense, special teams headed into that postseason. As for now, that's it for the Arrowhead Drive on this Red Friday, January 7th. If you enjoy the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, we've got Show and BK with the game preview, followed by an interview series look at the final regular season game. As for now, as for here, that's it. That's a wrap. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.